Okay, hello everybody. Welcome back to Red String Connections. I'm Anayi. This podcast is about me and you and us connected, where I share my life stories as well as my friends from all around the world. And actually, I just want to say a huge, like huge, I'm on my knees, like thank you to everyone who has listened to this podcast so far. I'm so grateful. And actually, we have 11 countries listening into this podcast, and that actually really blows my mind. I'm super grateful for the success so far and for you guys giving me a space where I can express myself and you guys are choosing to listen to me. So I just feel super, really great. Ah, Just like a gratitude moment, check in and just thank you everyone for listening. Truly. And I actually think it's so cool that there is 11 different countries. This is such a global podcast and it does make my heart so happy because that was my desire and my dream for it. So, you know, just like a little tear coming out of my eye that I, this is something I worked on and now it's here in the physical reality and other people can enjoy it. So Yes, and I actually wanted to ask everyone for a huge favor. If you can leave a review wherever you're listening on like Apple or Spotify, it would really help me out. And yeah, just leave a review on whatever you want to say. Um, but I, I actually also wanted to say a podcast update. Um, I'm thinking of uploading a new episode once a week now. At first, I wasn't sure of like what schedule to go with. I was thinking like once a month was okay, but I actually have so many things I want to say and so many things I want to share. And I think once a week is good. Um, Three times a month, it would be me sharing like my stories and (laughs) yeah, my stories and myself. And then once a month, like a, a guest episode with a friend from abroad. And it's just so much easier that way because like like the having friends that live abroad is kind of difficult because you know different time zone and they're working or I'm asleep and they're awake and just finding the time to sit down and record like a 30 minute podcast episode is a little bit more challenging than you know me just messaging them and stuff like that so once a month guest episode it's gonna be so exciting and yeah I Uh, I just also have like my heart is so happy because there's so many good things coming for this podcast and we're just getting started and I'm just like oh like I'm so excited I'm so excited for the future (laughs) okay but now we can get into the podcast topic which is getting out of hopeless situations and yeah I know life has its moments where it can get very difficult to even think that things can get better or that you can get out of this moment but I do want to tell you that like I promise you things always get better and everything does happen for a reason if you can't like even if you can't see the reason right now and I guess this podcast is also like a mini life update where I'm at and it does have some sensitive topics in it so this is also a trigger warning for people who don't want to listen um, about being attacked. And yeah, I also feel like I need to just share this story and put it out there because I was holding on to this so tightly and I like I was just feeling so ashamed. But I understand I'm understanding now that it's not my shame to carry and it's not my fault that this happened to me. So yeah, let's get into it. Um, when I was in Brazil, 
I was attacked by a group of guys and I, I it's hard to talk about it because you know it's like remembering it but I think it's good to to work through it because I also have kind of just like blocked it out but yes I was attacked in Brazil by a group of guys and it was a really traumatic experience for me um I can't really tell you much of what happened like I, I feel like I remember everything, but at the same time, I don't remember anything and I don't know how I got out of there. But I really want to give credit to my jiu-jitsu classes that I took because I swear they saved my life. I I feel like my body just went into survival mode. I shut off completely. And then <laughs> I, I just fought these guys, you know, because they surrounded me. And then they... One of them grabbed me and was like feeling all over my body, trying to like rob me for anything that I had. And I just remember, I don't know, I just remember fighting and getting out of there. And, you know, suddenly I'm home. And, you know, once I was home, I was able to process everything. But yeah, I I don't know, because I, I also remember when I escaped, um, they were chasing me and still trying to grab me. But it's just... I, I don't know, I, I just managed to escape and I got out of there and, you know, thankfully they, one, didn't have like a weapon, didn't like kill me or harm me even worse, and two, that like they didn't actually take anything from me, like materialistically, like like emotionally and like my safety wise, I felt like they took that away from me, but I was okay, physically. <laughs> And for that, I was so grateful. I just had some scratches on me, but really, oh, I just like, I just want to pray. Like, I'm just so thankful that I took jujitsu because really, I was able to fight and like run away. And for that, I'm just like, but I think that's literally the purpose of jujitsu too, or like any fighting sport to just like control the situation and get out of there, you know? And that was good for me. So. Yeah, I guess after the event happened is obviously when the every I don't know, it's like the event happens is I was attacked and it was terrible. But then after it's like now I have to deal with being attacked and I felt like I was so angry that these people have to live in such a way that to attack somebody is so normal for them to do this and I was feeling so sad for them, but I was also super, super angry that these people gave me a story to confirm that Brazil was dangerous because I love Brazil and I would go back. I really would. Like besides this experience, everyone I met there was so wonderful, kind and loving. And so I kind of feel like when people do hear about Brazil, they always say like, oh, it's dangerous, blah, blah, blah. And they think about it negatively. And I, I didn't want to confirm this like limiting belief for people because Brazil like Brazilians have such good hearts and I'm I'm grateful for all the love that they shared with me while I was there because so many people like helped me and and I don't know Brazilians are just so fun and and kind people it, it was just such a great experience and I love Brazil like I'm just gonna say that like I don't care that Obviously, I do care that I was attacked, but I'm not going to make that my whole story. I'll leave it at that. But after I was attacked, I came back home because I just felt like I needed to regroup and like ground myself again. And 
it was actually so difficult for me once I came back home. I felt really sad and I became very depressed and really my body just turned off and I felt so disconnected. Like, yeah, the best way to describe it is that my I just felt off and my heart felt like there was like black glue all over it that I couldn't get off. And for me, that was the worst because <laughs> I'm super like loving and joyful and I'm just like, I love to be alive and I love life and you know, I felt like they that's what they took away from me. And and it started to make me feel like I was being inauthentic to who I know I am. So I was really struggling with that this past month. And it was really hard for me to go out with my friends and my family and do things because I couldn't really feel like I was being able, like I was able to be present with them or feel like true happiness. Like, And then yeah, my body just felt in survival mode and I felt kind of like, that I wasn't, I thought I was being ungrateful, like, oh, I'm doing these things with my family, but, or my friends, but I can't enjoy it. So, you know, I'm just being ungrateful and like, I need to get over it, you know, stuff like this. And I think I, I was in my head, I had to act a certain way for others to feel comfortable because I didn't want to share about this really. I, I really didn't open up to much people about it because I, I didn't want to tell them that I was attacked and then that's all that they can see about me. And I didn't want to burden others either with my sadness and my pain. So I really did keep it to myself and I will get more into this soon. But, you know, right now I am finally beginning to feel like myself again and feel joy and happiness. And, and you know, I know I'm feeling better because I listened to music today. And I just like, I was singing, like I was in public, right? Like in the street. And I was just like singing and dancing at the top of my lungs. Like, I don't care who sees me. And I was just like, you know, I felt in this groove. And that's how I was like, oh, like, you know, things are getting better now. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I just, I, I guess for this episode, I want to share some things that I did that really helped me get out of this like bad funk, I guess, because this happened about a month ago and this month was super difficult for me super difficult for me I feel like like I said I was on inauthentic I feel like I went back to so many of my like unhealthy habits and I was trying to cope in like unhealthy ways and I yeah like I said I was disconnected I was off and yada 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 and I was so angry um but this happened a month ago and one month here I am and you know I think you can even hear it in my voice I'm feeling I'm feeling just so much like brighter like I feel like my light switch turned back on and I'm really grateful for that because I think if this had happened to me in my past it would have taken me out for like I don't know six plus months a year I, I or maybe I would never even face it and I would just still be off completely so yeah I want to share some things that I did in this past month that really did help me find hope again and just being able to enjoy life again because I know when traumatic things happen it is very difficult to kind of understand the point or the purpose of being alive and yeah <laughs> I don't want to get too deep into this side but there is there is a point there is a purpose and yeah I'm just gonna say okay um, the first thing that I did was open up, open up to people. 
uh, tell your closest friends, find a support group, go to your church, like any way you feel comfortable vocalizing what happened to you to another person is the most important thing. I didn't even tell my closest friends until weeks after this had happened because like, as I said earlier, I didn't want them to hold my pain and I felt ashamed. I became so stuck in my head and felt so alone and trapped, but I remembered that, I don't even know, like, I don't know how I remembered, but it did. I think this is just, you know, my, my, oh my God, my mind went blank. You know, just like better habits came back to me. I don't know if that makes sense, but moving on. I became so stuck in my head and alone and trapped, but I remembered that talking to my friends and my therapist and the people close to me, that they they love me and they're happy to listen to me and I'm not sharing my pain with them. I'm sharing my story and creating vulnerability and when you create vulnerability with others, you also give them the opportunity to be vulnerable with you back. So after I shared, I felt like things started to to flow again. I guess it was just like, like think of a sink and I didn't turn the water on, but I put my hand on the faucet and it, you know, it's the, it's the, the process, right? Of getting that, the flow, I guess, you know, I, I didn't turn the water on, but telling my friends was like, okay, I'm putting my hand on the faucet. <laughs> I don't even know if that makes sense, but it really helps deepen your connections with others more when you are vulnerable with them. And uh, of course, you want to share with people who you feel safe with. That's the most important thing. And the second thing that I did was letting things just be. This took me until now, so a month later, to finally click in my head and understand. But in those moments when you are so stuck on a situation that happened and are trying to understand why it happened and how it could happen and are replaying the way that it happened and like trying to find a different angle and beating yourself for even caring about it for feeling any type of way towards it just like stop <laughs> stop i was so stuck in this loop i kept trying to understand why this happened to me and trying to analyze it and trying to change the way that i was feeling like we cannot control what others do or say i'm gonna say it again we cannot control what others do or say. We are powerless over this. It is safe to just let it be, to just let it go. I tried so hard to change my feelings toward being attacked because I knew I'm a joyful person. So why am I feeling so sad? I, I became, I was starting to become so angry that I was even sad and could not change that I was sad and it just made me even unhappier. But once I realized I can let it go, I don't have to change anything. I don't have to figure anything out. It gave me such a relief. So yeah, just, just let it go. Just let it be. It's okay. You're going to be safe. I promise you, you don't have to analyze it or anything. Just let it be. And number three, um, patience. Patience, patience, patience. Oh my gosh. I like, even though I was so angry at myself, I did know that this is going to take time. And actually, I was mad that these guys gave me something else that I needed to work through. Like, 
if anything, I think that's, and you know, it's just, oh my gosh, you guys, I'm getting nervous talking about this. So I'm going to take a breath. Okay. Yeah. I was angry that these guys gave me something else I needed to work through. And I understood that it was going to take time. So like I said, even though that I felt angry about everything at the same time, I was, I was prepared that you know, I was prepared to take like a six months or a year to process this and like let it, like let myself kind of be, even if I would have been mad the whole time, like I was just like, whatever, like I guess, you know, this is what I have to deal with now, but I wanted to share a little story. So I think last year I went to Universal Halloween Horror Nights and my we had like the rip tour so it's like the vip thing where you skip all the lines and my somebody that was in our group wanted to get on the jurassic ride and mind you if you've been on that ride you know you know where this story is going but i hate drops i hate rides with drops i despise them and i knew nothing about this ride so since we had the front of the line pass we, we just get on the ride immediately. Like as soon as she says like, oh, let's get on this ride. Cause we were walking past it. The tour guide was like, okay. And like the next thing I know I'm in the seat, I'm strapped in, we're going. And I had no chance to read any of the signs like this ride has a drop or, you know, hear the this people announcing like, if you're afraid of drops, don't get on this ride. <laughs> so yeah, the ride starts and I was like, oh, it's like so cute. It's calm. It's just showing you some dinosaurs. And then suddenly, you know, it's like disaster. You know, the dinosaurs are have escaped and it starts going up. But you cannot even see the end. You cannot see when it's gonna stop going up. It's just like, like darkness, like never ending darkness. Okay. And I was, I remember just like, no way. Like, <laughs> there's no way. Like, I couldn't do anything about it. I'm already strapped in the ride. I had, I, I had no choice. I just remember closing my eyes and thinking like, I'm, I don't even want to know. I don't even want to know when the drop is coming. But when I closed my eyes, it felt like the thing was going up for 10 minutes. Like, like it never ended. So finally, it gets to the top and then it doesn't even drop. It doesn't drop. So I'm so confused, but I feel safe. <laughs> and that was my mistake, actually. So it doesn't drop, but it just shows you some more dinosaurs. Then suddenly, like a dinosaur is going to eat you and then it drops. So I wasn't even prepared this time, which is probably even worse. Or, or I mean, even better, but, you know, it just drops. And I just remember, uh, you know what? I don't even think I can tell you I remember the drop. I was so terrified that I, I think I blocked it out because honest to God, I don't remember. I just know when I got off that ride, my whole body was shaking and I was just that ride the drop was like like 80 90 feet i think i don't know what that is in um meters i'm so sorry to everybody else um but yeah it was a big 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 drop and so the, the, even the reason that i even said this story was that when things seem so hopeless that like i didn't even know how i was going to get out of like it was a never ending pitch dark of up for me. <laughs> okay. But I knew 
at least the minimum that I was strapped in and I was safe. Like this is a ride that people do all the time for fun. Like we have different definitions of fun, but people do this and they get off the ride and they are okay. So when things feel like, holy, you know, crap, this is going up and I don't see the end and I feel so hopeless, just know that you are strapped in, you are safe, and you're always protected. Even if you don't feel it, it's going to be okay. And when the drop does happen, and that can be facing what you've been avoiding or for me, in my case, um, it was like opening up and telling my friends and, you know, that was like my, oh, like the big drop where you just scream at the top of your lungs and, you know, that's the, the fearful part. So doing things like making new choices, whatever, whatever. But once you get to the ground again, you're safe. Everything is okay. And you may be shaking a little bit, but you did it. And that is, for me, getting out of a hopeless situation and I'm just presenting it in this this format of a story so yeah <laughs> I hope it, it made sense okay and um, I'm gonna move on now to <laughs> the fourth thing that helps me which was timing my emotions and deep breaths because oh yeah I'm taking one right now I wanted to journal, I wanted to meditate, I wanted to read, but it just not it just didn't feel right to me. Like it like even just opening my journal, I would get so angry, like at the journal, it's not gonna help me. Like, you know, reading is not gonna help me. Like I I just like I said, I was so angry and I didn't it just didn't feel like necessary not necessary. It didn't feel I didn't feel it in my heart to do those things at that moment, which is also okay. And all I could muster was breath work, but not even like the complicated breath work where it's like, hold your breath for like six seconds and release for four, blah, blah, blah. I don't know. It was just being mindful of my breath at random moments in the day. So like just taking random, like how can I explain this? Like becoming aware of your breath and just just taking a deep breath. So whenever you remember like, oh, I'm breathing and just taking a deep breath with that. And um, oh, what I also did was set a timer for each hour of the day. Like, as I said earlier, I couldn't, I felt really off and I couldn't really feel any other emotions. So when I set the timer and what I would do actually when the timer would ring, I set it. Oh my God, guys, <laughs> my brain is not working right now. It's actually like midnight and I wanted to record the podcast, but I maybe I should have went to bed, but I know I can finish this. I know I can finish this. So, you know, I, I felt the, the passion, the motivation to record. So I was like, let me get this out. <laughs> okay, so <sighs> deep breaths. <laughs> okay, now what I did was set the timer for each hour of the day. And each time the timer rang, I would ask myself, like, okay, what am I feeling right now? Without judging it, without trying to change it, just noticing it. And for me, I found out that each time I was checking in with my body, I had so much anxiety and I was so scared. And just realizing that, it it kind of did make me feel a little bit 
better and understand myself more that like of course I'm gonna not want to be here and feel off and like disassociate because my fear felt so intense so I think it was way better for me to take it or approach it this way and like feel things um a little bit at a time instead of like constantly being aware that I was afraid so if you don't like it's okay if you feel like you're you're scrolling too long on social media or you know you're just doing things to distract yourself especially after like a traumatic event because feelings are a lot like they can be so overwhelming so yeah take those breaks definitely um okay the last thing number five is music i stand by this throughout any stage of my life really but I want to say that the music you listen to plays a huge role in your life. When you have free time and you put on a song with negative lyrics, it really does add up and affect you. And I have changed my music maybe one and a half years ago, and it really has played a huge difference in my life. Like, of course, I still listen to like really fun music, like Bad Bunny, you know, you know, the vibes, just like anything fun, like girl rap or just stuff like that like really I like all types of music but the lyrics really matter to me so if it's saying something like about harming other people or harming yourself or or it's like a limiting belief of like you like music can be so sad you know and people say like oh I'm so sad and and, you know things like this I tend to avoid this kind of music like because when I found like when I listen to that type of music, it really does affect me. Also, I'm like a really sensitive person. So maybe this is not for everybody, but it definitely played a huge role in my life and listening to encouraging and hopeful music whenever I feel at my worst has helped me immensely. Not even just music, like you can also listen to affirmations that you know, like people voice like recorded affirmations or podcasts that, you know, (laughs) like teach you new things and blah, blah, blah. Just, just anything really that isn't negative for you to hear. Because like, for me, I usually do this when I'm in the morning, I will wake up and like listen to affirmations or I'll try to really, really in the morning is the most important time for me to listen to Um, positive music because I feel like it helps me set the tone for the rest of my day and especially when I'm this past month I was in such a vulnerable state that listening to positive music was really important for me to help me feel better and I am actually I'm making a playlist on my Instagram at Anais Heart they are going to be on my highlights of songs that I actually do listen to so if you need recommendations for some uplifting music you can check it out there and also leave my instagram down in the footnotes to yeah so you can check it out um and the last thing i want to say is kind of a bonus but it's just i just think it's so cute and it's actually about the four uh, brahma oh my gosh i always butcher this name brahma viharas brahma viharas the four brahma viharas and it's 
Meta, Mudita, Karuna, and Upeka. And Meta is loving kindness. Mudita is sympathetic joy. Karuna is compassion. And Upeka is equanimity. So it's like nothing is good or bad. And when I remember these, I feel like the world is a bit easier for me to engage with, like even after experiencing something like this. And I kind of have, I have it written right here. Let me read it. So one of my favorite ones, or like my top, actually, I love them all. I'm going to, how much time? Okay, I'm going to read two of them. So meta is loving kindness. So our own wish to be happy, other people have this wish as well. And mudita is sympathetic joy. So as we want to experience joy, so do other people. And when I remember these, I feel like the world is a bit easier for me to engage with, even after, again, as I experience something like this. So yeah, I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Again, if you can leave a review, it would help me so much. And thank you all for listening. Ciao.